Good morning. Hi, I am Olivia, and thank you so, so much for listening and for tuning in today. I hope and the prayer of my heart is that you are having a blessed day. I pray that you have something to look forward to, something to hope for, and that you can be away and see how much beauty you have around you and how much there is to give thanks for. And I thank you for listening and for tuning in once again. It is truly a privilege and it's an honor to have someone's time, to spend time with someone. So I thank you for that. The two most powerful words, it's not magic, nor is it complicated or secret, but the two most powerful words, it's thank you. Does that sound ridiculous? What do you feel and what do you think when you hear me say that the two most powerful words in the universe, it's thank you? Why would I say that? Because you expected something groundbreaking and something to say, wow. But you know what? The things of God are so simple. It's simple so that you can do it, so that you can apply it without any difficulty, so that you don't have to struggle to take the first step. The things of God are so simple so that you don't have to figure things out. As you take the first step and then the second step, you will see things are being revealed to you and things begin to change your outlook, your perception, your beliefs, and then your experiences will change. Thank you are the two most powerful words. Every time that you say thank you, a shift happens in the universe. When you say thank you, it is the beginning of faith. Thank you are, is the building blocks of faith. Because when you start saying thank you for what you want but don't have, you are showing faith in God's ability to bring to you what you desire. We have been taught that seeing is believing. We have been indoctrinated and brainwashed with the belief that I will say thank you once I receive it. That's not faith. That's doubt. That is doubt. Because absolute and true faith is to hold on to the dream, to hold on to the vision, and to keep saying thank you, even if you don't see any results. Even when you look right now at what you want, what you dream of, and what you desire, 
when you look at it, you will think there's no chance, not even the slightest, most remote possibility that this thing will happen. But if you keep on saying thank you, results will come. With thank you, you must have a feeling of achievement. You must begin to have a feeling of accomplishment to start feeling the joy of and the peace of what it feels like when you have what you are praying for. It brings me to pray because faith, hope, and pray, they go together. Pray is not when you are on your knees and say and scream and cry out to God. That's not pray, that's verbal petitioning. Pray are your thoughts, your belief, your words. When you are not on your knees, that is when the actual praise starts. And that is what the universe, that is what God responds to. So when you, right now, when you don't have a job and your prayer is, oh God, I need a job. When are you going to answer my prayer? It will take a little bit longer for God to respond because that's not faith. You are praying, but you are not praying praying in the right way. True prayer is based on true faith. It's based on the belief that what I am asking now, God has already delivered. Your job is already, it's already waiting for you. Your house is already waiting for you. Your car, your relationship, the person that you are looking for doesn't still have to be born. They are born already. They are here walking on this earth. They're not going to come poof out of thin air. No. Everything that you want and desire and dream of and hope for and pray for, everything is already in existence. It is but your words and your thoughts and your actions will either bring what you want to into your life or it will keep it away. Your thoughts can blind you to what you have right in your life right now that is what you are looking for. Have you ever lost someone or something and you regret because now that it's gone, you realize, actually, I had what I was looking for all along. So where does Thanksgiving fit into this? Remember Paul? I think it's in Philippians where he says, do not worry about anything. But in everything, give thanks to God with supplication and 
Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Because Thanksgiving must be part of your prayer, your thoughts, and your words. Instead of crying to God that he forgotten you, because we've all been down that road and nothing happened. When you pray at night, you wake up, you can't sleep because you are smothered. You feel destroyed and shattered and you wake up in the middle of the night, in the early morning hours, and you cry out to God because you have nothing left. And you are angry with him because you accuse him of having forgotten you. When you cry until you have no more tears left, and you are so angry with God, and you, you, you are bordering on bitterness, and you are filled with resentment because people who are worse than you, because you are a good person, and you ask yourself, why is this happening to me? And you have a list of all the bad and the terrible people that you know, and they are flourishing, and you? Where is the fairness in that? We've all had that, those kind of prayers. We all did. Did things change? No. No. Things change. When you wake up one morning and you take your life back, when you say this is how, it's going to be. When you decide that you are no longer a punching bag, that you are no longer a victim, that you are no longer this thing that people would like you to believe. When you start taking a, a stand and say, this is who I am, and this is how it's going to be. And I'm here to serve and glorify God. And when you start saying, my Lord, I am giving thanks for this life. Even though when it feels as if your life are in shambles. When you say, I'm giving thanks for my life, my sanity, my health, my heart that is beating. I give thanks. When you start giving thanks. A shift begins to happen. And do not expect to see the results immediately. Because for results to happen, all some of the junk that you have been carrying needs to be removed. The anger, the resentment, the jealousy, the comparison, the envy, it needs to go. And how do you get rid of that? You start giving thanks. You start giving thanks. Because so often, we are the blockage to God's blessings. God's blessings never went anywhere. His goodness never stopped. He doesn't wait for you to, to pray before he can work on your behalf. He's always working. You know, if, if you want a picture of who God is, 
picture yourself surrounded by all the wonderful gifts that you have ever wanted out of life. Standing in the middle, being showered with everything that you are praying for. That is who God is. And that is what he is capable of. He's a God of goodness, a God of grace, a God of love. We cannot see him because we are bogged down by poor finances, poor health, betrayal, hurt, disappointment, pain, regrets, shame, and guilt. So now that becomes a wall. It becomes the veil that is preventing us from seeing God. He's always there. He has never left us. And we cry out, my God, where are you? And God is whispering all the time. Here I am. Remember in the boat? When Jesus was in the boat with the disciples and the storm and the winds came and the waves were so huge and they were in a rowing boat. And Jesus was fast asleep. They were with him in the boat. They have seen him performing miracles day after day after day. And in that moment, when the storm was raging, the storm was raging that they feared for their lives. And Jesus was right there. They asked, how could you sleep? How can you be asleep? And this thing, we are, being, we are going to be destroyed. We are going to die. Help us. They forgot when the storm was raging who they were with. Just like we do up until today. The moment the storm comes, we want to ask God, where are you? Why are you not answering my prayer? Why are you not helping me? And is there. He has never left us, has never deceived us. But because of the storm, because of the storm, we forget and we look slap bang into that storm and we, we fear for our lives. And what did Jesus say when he woke up? Because can you imagine they woke him up? Wake up, wake up. Can you be asleep and we are about to perish? Wake up. And when he woke up, he commanded by saying a word. He commanded the waves and the sea and the wind, the waves and the wind to be calm. And it obeyed immediately. And what did he ask of his disciples? He says, you of little faith. You of little faith. That is who we are when the storm comes. It's very easy to proclaim the goodness of the Lord when things are well, when money is flowing, 
the job is going well, the relationship is going well, everything is flowing. I can tell you, you can say hallelujah, praise the Lord. Ooh, you can proclaim the goodness of the Lord because ish, when you look around you, you just see the goodness. You just see prosperity and abundance. Hey, God is good. And then when the storm comes, when the rug gets pulled from under you, the first thing you ask, where is God? How can he be asleep? Why is he not here to answer my prayer? That's who we are. That's the human. So how do you get out of the storm? Because some storms, you honestly think you won't survive. And some storms, not only are you in the boat, you are in the storm, in the water. You can't even come up to catch your breath. You are breathing water. And you are feeling yirchanik. This is the end. And you want to give up. You want to give up. You reach a point where you say, you know what, God, I don't care anymore. Man. Do what you want to do. In any case, I've seen the worst. It can't be worse than this. This is the lowest I've ever been. I, 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 I feel like nothing right now. I feel worthless, but it's okay because you want me here. So it's fine. You know, you, you, you get to that stage where you even become defiant to God. And all along, he's asking, yeah, I am. You of little faith. And faith is required for you to get out of that storm. Because all you have to do when Peter was walking on the water, he wasn't walking. Can you imagine walking on water? Peter was walking on the water. And he almost drowned because he took his eyes of Jesus. See, faith? Faith is not just when you pray. It's when you talk. It's when you think. It's what you do. That is faith. Faith is a lifestyle. It's a way of thinking. It's your belief system. If I want to be fancy, I will say it's a thought process. Faith is a process that you do not go to church and automatically you will acquire it or you will attain it. Faith must become an embedded part of who you are. You won't always feel it, but you must be able to see it. David, who suffered and struggled, who was on the run, who had to live in caves, not because he has done anything wrong, but because he was a threat to Saul. That's why being chased, not because you have done anything, but because someone sees you as a threat for their position. Sounds familiar? David said, I will see the goodness of the Lord in this, in this life and the next. You must be stubborn if you want to get through the storm. You must be persistent and you must be crazy. Because if you are now living in a shack, 
and you say, I am not going, this is not going to be my end. I am going, I'm living, I see myself living in that dream house of mine. You can even describe the house even better. What floors? How many bedrooms? How many bathrooms? Does it have a jacuzzi? Does it have a swimming pool? Is it in an estate? Is it by the sea? Is it on a farm? You can give thanks for that. The job. Do you give thanks for the job? You say, my Lord, I'm not working now. But I give thanks for my dream job. I work with amazing, wonderful people. I learn something new every day. I am an asset to that company. Because of me, the company progress. Because I come with God and where God is, things flourishes. I give thanks for earning a beautiful salary. And with that salary, I am able to afford the lifestyle that I dream of. Are you in debt? I give thanks to my God that all my accounts are paid. I give thanks to God that I am financially free. I give thanks to God that my bank account is overflowing with more than enough money. <coughs> Sorry. I give thanks to God that my wallet or my purse is thick and it is packed with notes, real notes. Give thanks for what you want. Give thanks for what we want, for what you want to see. <coughs> Sorry. You can't be praying and asking God to bless you with prosperity. But when you see someone is progressing, you are green with envy. You get so jealous. You get filled with resentment because why is it happening for them and not for me? No, you are chasing prosperity away. You can't be praying for wealth, but when you read about rich people, you think how bad they are, how evil they are. They are all a bunch of crooks. They are greedy, but you are praying for wealth. You are chasing the wealth away. When you are praying for that car and your friend or family member buys the very, or neighbor buys the very same car, you are filled with envy. How come they are having the car and I don't? And that's the car that I want. They stole my dream. No one can steal your dream. Nobody. Right? Your dream is yours. It's yours. No one can take it away from you. Stop using that as an excuse. No one can take, can rob you of your dreams unless you allow it. And the car that you want, are you the only person in the world who wants it? Because, wow, then that car must still be invented. In actual fact, if you see someone buying the very car that you want in your circle, it's very good business. Because as far as I know, anyone who goes into business, they want the things to be bought all the time. So now you 
because you think you have little dreams. Your dreams are small. Your mind is small. So now you think no one is supposed to buy the car that you want until you've got your car. You are chasing away your car and your dreams. That idea that you have, you're so scared to share it because, oh, what if they steal it? No, you're chasing away the idea. You will sit with that idea until the day you die. I mean, how many car manufacturers are there? How many coffee may, how many different coffees are there? How many different teas? How many different brands of milk? If all of those people thought, no, 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 I'm not going to produce long life milk because they might steal it, we never would have had, we never would have had the advantage of long life milk. If everyone, who came, who discovered that, oh, these different kinds of coffee, let me sell my brand. If that person said, no, 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 I'm not going to sell my coffee. People might steal it. They might copy it. But this, this, this formula that I have. We never would have had an opportunity to choose what kind of coffee we want. So stop thinking that your idea is unique and that someone will steal it. How many marketing agencies are there? This, how many different supermarkets are there? Do, do, just because they are in the same line of business, now you think it must stop because no, 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 no. Someone else is going to steal it. Can you imagine if the founder of ShopRite or Checkers or Spa or Pick and Pay, if Raymond Ackerman said, no, 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 I'm not going to open a supermarket. Because I don't want them to steal my idea. We, won't have, we wouldn't have had a pick and pay. So think about that stop being small-minded. Look, the possibility is always there that you will be ripped off. But if you go with the thought and the thinking and you start giving thanks for this idea, you came up with this idea. God chose you. And you start giving thanks and say, thank you, my God for blessing me with this amazing idea. Thank you for bringing the right people into my life who can help me make this idea a reality. Thank you for teaching me how to trust you so that I can make the right decisions. That's how you give thanks. When you start giving thanks, Instead of resenting and hating and envying, when you and criticizing, when you stop doing that and start giving thanks, pardon, wonders will begin to happen. You will see the miracles of God in your life. You will see the goodness and the grace of God. Have you ever started from nothing where you have no place to stay? You don't even have a bed to sleep on. You have nothing. Have you ever started from that point? Do you know how difficult that is? To start with absolutely nothing. No place to stay. 
No stuff. No jobs, prospects, nothing. And then God shows up by first providing you with a roof over your head. Because when you trust God, you will never be stranded, ever. He provides you with a roof on your head. He provides you with food to eat. And when those two things are taken care of, now you can start focusing on how to make money. You cannot think on an empty stomach. I, I think hunger must be one of the most awful things to experience. And it must be one of the most humiliating things to admit. So God is faithful. He's faithful. Trust him even for the food that you need and don't let anyone tell you or ask you what is wrong with you because you don't have anything to eat. Let get that out of your mind. Give thanks and say to God, my Lord, I thank you that today you provide me with more than enough to eat and God shows up. Thank you, my Lord, that I know, I know that I have a place to stay, a safe place to stay. And God shows up. And when you say, thank you, my Lord, that you are opening powerful doors, that you bring opportunities, that you bring people to me, that you open my eyes to see where I must go. He shows up. Give thanks to him wherever you are for whatever you want. Don't wait when you have it when to say thank you. Say thank you to him for the dream. Say thank you, my God, that you have the power, you have the ability, and it's you have you are the source that will bring everything to me that I need to make this dream a reality. No dream is too big for God. No request is too much. No ask is above him. He says, I, to God who is able, to God who is able to give exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask or pray for. That's the God that I know. Allow him to uplift you, to strengthen you, to renew you, to build you. Allow him entry into your heart and into your mind by giving thanks for what you want. And it will feel ridiculous. You will feel like a joke. But remember, it's the ones who were the jokes who became the success in the end. Remember that. Give thanks to God for the very breath that you have. The very breath, your heart that is beating, your health to be healthy, to have your sanity. For the sun that rises and sets every day, if you don't know what to give thanks for, just for that. 
that you opened your eyes this morning. Give thanks. Let thanksgiving be the constant prayer of your hearts and miracles will begin to happen. I thank you. Have a wonderful day.